Canadians have low standards for killing people. Digital seances are now a thing. Target is afraid that they're going to be the next Bud Light. And Spotify ruined a best-selling novel idea before it could even be written. All that and more on today's Random Thoughts. Hello and welcome to episode number 235 of the Random Thoughts podcast, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. And on today's show, a lot of what we're going to be talking about is truth being stranger than fiction here in Biden's America in this strange world that we live in. And it's not just America, because the number one weirdness that I have uh, come across this week comes from our neighbors to the north in Canada. And if you haven't heard about this, I mean, it's going to make abortion seem like no big deal. Because up in Canada, they have a new system, a new law that was passed. It goes by a very nice acronym, MAID, M-A-I-D. And it stands for Medical Assistance in Dying. Now, they did a poll of Canadians, and more than a quarter of Canadians, over 25%, said that homelessness and poverty are legitimate reasons to give people access to this assisted suicide service. So a law that was passed in order to allow those suffering from things, medical conditions, some of which can be quite painful, for people dealing with things that they don't believe they can handle, now has morphed into a society in Canada, and I doubt it's much different if different at all in the United States, a society that thinks over a quarter of them that, you know, are you poor? You don't have a place to live. Well, then you should be able to legally kill yourself because, you know, life's a little bit hard. So let's just take that way out. The assisted suicide was legalized in Canada in 2021 for anybody with a, quote, grievous and irremediable medical condition. A sizable portion of these Canadians, though, in the Maypole conducted by Research Company. I mean, that's that's a hell of a name. I'll give them that. I mean, if I was starting a research company, I would most likely call it Research Company. Maybe you should have had a focus group. Maybe you should have hired Don Draper or some kind of advertising person but no over a quarter of the population wants expanded access to assisted suicide for people who are down on their luck 28% of the respondents said homelessness is enough reason for assisted suicide access and 
said that poverty alone is a justifiable reason. So you have a place to live, but you just don't have a lot of money. In Canada, a lot of people think, you know, you want to die? That's cool. On the website for this, on the Canada.ca domain, who is eligible for MAID? Again, medical assistance in dying. In order to be eligible, you must meet all of the following criteria. Be eligible for health services funded by the federal government or a province or territory. Well, it says generally visitors to Canada are not eligible for medical assistance in dying. So how horrible are they? How hateful? They're obviously racist, right? Because you just can't come to Canada and say, hey, kill me. And they're like, well, do you live here? No. Well, then we can't kill you. We can only kill our own residents when they ask. We can't kill migrants. Wow, Canada. That's very hateful to decide that you only want to kill your own residents, not the people that come to your country illegally. Why don't you give them the same access to death? It's very bizarre. You must be at least 18 years old and mentally competent. Well, I will give them that. Congratulations. Because in the United States, they'd be like, Wow, you're nine? That's fine. You want to have uh, trans surgery? You want to cut off your junk? You want to cut off your breast? You want? No, that's fine. Be nine, be 10. We don't care. America, yay. But at least in Canada, you have to be 18 years old and mentally competent to decide you want to die. Now, I would question that somebody who is asking to die that does not have a very horrendous terminal disease or is in constant physical pain, I would question their mental competency. I'm not sure how mentally competent you can be to stand up and be like, hey, you know what? I just got thrown out of my apartment, so can I just sign up for the the maid thing so I can die? I saw an interview with a guy who has some medical conditions, was afraid that he was going to be thrown out of the place he's living because the building had been sold, so that's most likely going to happen. And he said he was afraid he wasn't going to be able to find someplace else to live. And while he did have a medical condition which would qualify for this, he said he really didn't want to die, but he didn't really know what his other choices were. So Canada... Is this really how far we have fallen as the free world, allegedly? That somebody that's down on their luck, that doesn't want to die, that is going to be losing their home, that you're going, hey, well, you know, we could just kill you. And the guy said his doctor, who understands his situation, signed off on it. You do need two doctors, but I'm guessing it's not going to be that hard for this guy to find a second one if he needs to. So again, you need to be eligible for health services, so they're not going to do it. If you're a visitor to Canada, if you're a migrant, don't go there to die. No, just go there for whatever the reason people go to Canada. You have to be 18 years old and mentally competent. This means it says being capable of making health care decisions for yourself. Well, again, you're going to have to define for me what then qualifies as being able to make healthcare decisions for yourself, because anybody that's deciding they want to die is fairly questionable in my book. 
because that's kind of against everything that has been built into our DNA. And if you decide that you want to die, you're probably not in the right mental space because you don't get another shot, which is also the problem with the trans stuff in children is once you transition, you don't get another shot. You don't get a do-over. You don't get to hit a reset switch. You just don't have that. The next thing on the list that would make you eligible is have a grievous or irremediable medical condition. Now, what that means, there's a link. And I look down here to be considered as having a grievous and irremediable medical condition. You must meet all of the following criteria. You must have a serious illness, disease, or disability, excluding a mental illness until March 17th, 2024. So wait, wait, you're absolutely doing this, Canada. The law right now is. It can't be a mental illness, but just wait till March 17th, 2024. Wait till St. Patrick's Day next year. If you've got a mental condition, you can just kill yourself in Canada. Isn't that great? You must be in an advanced state of decline that cannot be reversed. Well, see, now that's a very interesting tidbit here because almost anything can be reversed. Things can have positive movement for most diseases. I mean, they may not be permanent, but there are people that have cancer that come back and then maybe get cancer again. There are people that have all sorts of mental illnesses that can then rebound with proper treatment. So I don't know exactly how seriously Canada is looking at, you know, it must be in an advanced state of decline that cannot be reversed cannot being in bold type and experience unbearable physical or mental suffering from your illness disease disability or state of decline that cannot be relieved under conditions that you consider acceptable well see that's just saying if you want to die die none of the other things really make any sense if you're putting this into a level of physical or mental suffering because there are people that are going to be like, well, no, no, that's just, that's just too much. And they're very clear. You do not, the not being in bold, need to have a fatal or terminal condition to be eligible for medical assistance in dying. So you do not have to be terminal. You just have to be like, yeah, I've had enough of this living in Canada. <laughs> Maybe you should try moving out of Canada first. Maybe that should be one of the things you have to do in order to get made. Maybe you should have to move out of Canada for a while. Maybe you'd have a better outlook on things. But the fact that this law was probably passed with the best intentions, you know, we don't want people to suffer. No, we want to give them every opportunity to ease their suffering. And we've gotten to the point now where the way to ease your suffering is. We will help you die. We will not put you in therapy. We will not sit and talk to you. We will not tell you why your presence on this planet is a positive for so many reasons. No, we've just decided it's easier to let you die. And we've now found out that it seems over a quarter of the population of Canada thinks that if you are poor, 
and or homeless, that is reason enough for you to be eligible to get on this list so you can get this special treatment, which will kill you. I just don't understand it. It is way too bizarre for me. It is way too out there. It is way too dystopian. And like, this will be like in the future sometime. This is how people will evolve while we're getting there. Or we've gotten there. Where governments, there were going to be no death panels. Remember that? We were promised that here in the United States. Oh, there's going to be death panels. I have very little doubt that something like this is coming to the United States. California will probably be first. Or Oregon. One of these liberal states, they'll be the first. Like, yeah, no. People are living in such horrible conditions that the Democratic mayors and the Democratic governors and the Democratic president have all helped to propagate. And we can't really expect them to live in these conditions. So it's the most humane thing we can possibly do is let them die. Not even let them die. Help them die. But they're very clear. They're not going to help you die if you aren't a legal Canadian resident. How horrible are they? I want to see the uh, protests on this. How dare you not kill migrants? Come on, kill the migrants. Kill the migrants. The left's going to do that. You wait and see. People want to die. They're going to walk for thousands of miles just to get to Canada to kill themselves. I mean, you would think you'd be able to do that no matter where you are, if you really wanted to do it. I don't know why we necessarily need a government program that would do this. But the thought process of the average Canadian, if this particular poll is anywhere near correct, is depressing on its own. It is very depressing. If you're from Canada, I'd like to know what you think about this. It is just extremely bizarre. And as I said, I watched the video of the guy, and at first I'm like, is this a deep fake? This doesn't seem real. The guy's kind of depressed that he's losing his housing, and he doesn't want to die, but he doesn't see any other way around it. And that is just ultimately something about our society that we need to look inward on and understand that this is where we're at or this is where we're very close to being and start valuing life a little bit more. And I know all the people are like, we like killing babies. That's the whole abortion thing. It's like, this is where it all starts. People are a little too narcissistic. They don't believe that there's anything after this life. And it's like, well, if I'm not having a good time here, I mean, I may as well just check out. And it's concerning. It is absolutely concerning, but have no fear if your loved one decides to go to MAID and they're now gone. There is a new software development company called AE Studio that is moving into the digital seance realm. Oh, tell me this isn't true. I, I suppose it's not surprising. I have talked endlessly about all the things that AI is going to do. And I have told you about the deep fakes. And by now, if you've listened to this program long enough, you understand that the technology is already there for 
an artificial intelligence to learn your voice well enough that it can put any words into your voice and it'll fool a lot of people. Maybe it won't fool everybody, but the technology is continuing to improve. They can do the same with video. So you can basically have a digital seance. You know, Grandpa died. You want to get some closure? So let's talk to him with a digital seance. And this, I think, is very creepy, to say the least. Seance AI is what they're calling this, where people will be allowed to talk with a chatbot that mimics their dead loved ones. I don't see this as being helpful. I see this as actually being harmful, not helpful. Because this isn't, well, somebody left behind a message for you, which happens all the time. Audio, video, text, whatever it is. Sometimes people leave behind messages for after they are gone. That's not what this is. This is an artificial intelligence making up words and putting it into somebody's mouth after they're dead. This does not seem like a way to get closure. This seems like a way for people to cling to the past and not move on when something traumatic like a loved one dying happens. And I get where they're coming from. Oh, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be soothing to be able to hear their voice again? No, not artificially. Not artificially. I don't want it as messaging that is being made up by an artificial intelligence. It is not reality. It will only cause more harm than anything else. And I sincerely hope anybody that's had to go through the death of a loved one does not turn to something like this in order to allegedly get closure. If anything, I believe this will just keep continuing to fool people like, oh, they're not really gone when they are. There's nothing you can do and there's nothing wrong with having remembrances of those people. But having a computer that you can boot up, connect to and be like, hey, what's going on and have a conversation. That is a one step too far for me anyway. A group that thinks it maybe has gone a little too far are the people over at Target, the store. And I think they're right. But Target has lost their way a long, long time ago. And they're a company, I believe, that had lost sight a long time ago on what equality is, on how to be fair. Ever since the George Floyd riots, when you go to the Target website, the first thing you see is a tab to find products that are from Black-owned companies. And I have no problem buying things from Black-owned companies if they're the best product, which means if they make the best widget, whatever that may be, I'll buy it. But I think it's completely unfair to be like, hey, well, this company's putting out a product. I mean, it may be really crappy, but, you know, the demographic of the owner is all we're worried about. I've never understood that. It doesn't make any sense. 
to push that on the society as a whole. But now Target is afraid they're going to be the next Bud Light. And they had a bit to do. And I guess this is a first for Target where they had an emergency meeting on Friday, an emergency call that said, hey, 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 wait a minute. All of these big displays we just put up for Pride Month, which is coming around in June. Yeah, we need to move those from the front of the store. We need to move those and bring those you know, more into the one of the back corners somewhere. And some people are freaking out about this, including Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom from California. I mean, we know he's a lefty loon. But because Target decided to move these displays, these pride displays in their stores, that is, according to Governor Newsom, a, quote, systemic attack on the LGBTQ communities. Yeah, moving some product in your store is an attack. It's not, Governor Newsom. You're insane. Even if they would have removed the product from their store, that would not have been an attack. But moving something in the store? No, certainly not an attack. News came out that one of the designers or one of the guys that owned one of the companies that designed a bunch of the designs on their merchandise was a devout Satanist. Yeah, not in an ironic kind of a way. So I think Target went, huh? There's still a lot of uh, Christian people in this country. I think there's a lot of people with Christian values, even if they're not regular churchgoers. And maybe this is pushing things a little too far because they saw what happened. I mean, they sell Bud Light at Targets, at least the ones with groceries. And they can see what happened because somebody took a stand that pissed off a big percentage of the country. And I think when you have your pride display front and center, the minute people walk into the store, I can understand why people would start questioning your motives, especially at a time where it is such a hot button issue. I think most of these big companies should just refrain from being involved in politics because it's not good for them. As Michael Jordan was quoted, and I'm not even sure if he actually said this or not, but it sounds like something he would say. When asked why he didn't really talk politics a lot back in the day, he's like, because Republicans buy sneakers too. And he's absolutely right. If you're a company like Target, that kind of a size, you can't really afford to alienate half of the country and still have a profitable business. Nor should you really want to. And I don't care if they have pride merchandise. Now, there are things that go way too far. And the Los Angeles Dodgers are learning this. Because on a pride night, they had some hate group that uh, went into churches and took the sacrament and then caused issues, belittled the whole religion. and. If you're going to be like, hey, we should all be inclusive, well, you don't include the hate group. Because then otherwise you're like, well, there's no difference between these people on the left and these people on the right. There's hateful people on both sides. I think we want to get rid of both of those. But that's not what happens 
because people like Gavin Newsom are like, oh, my God, Target moved a product. That is a systemic attack on the LGBTQ community. No, they moved it. They moved it to a different part of the store. On Wednesday, Newsom declared that Target CEO Brian Cornell was, quote, selling out the LGBTQ community to extremists, end quote. Uh, actually, no, Governor Newsom, overall, it's there's a lot of people in that community that are the extremists that are trying to push their views onto the other majority part of the country that is not LGBTQ. Now, I don't want LGBTQ people discriminated against. I think adults should do whatever the hell they want to do in order to be happy. With that said, that goes both ways. So the minute people in a particular group go out and go out of their way to make other people's lives miserable because they don't agree with or they don't support or they don't promote their lifestyle, that's where the problem starts coming in. Governor Newsom said, again, quote, there is a system systematic attack on the gay community happening across the country. Wake up, America. You're next, end quote. Well, no, no, Governor Newsom, as a Catholic, we aren't next. We've already been attacked for a long time. Religion has been attacked for a long time by the leftist loons who do not believe in religion. But you see, again, the way that I was brought up, the way Christians do things are like, hey, we don't believe in the LGBTQ lifestyle, but we embrace the people of that community. We are not going to go out and throw stones if you want to go back to a uh, something you learn from the Bible. But the leftists, no, 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 that's all they want to do is throw stones and say, well, you don't agree with our lifestyle, so you're a hate group. No, not agreeing with somebody is not a hate group. Going into a church and making a spectacle and taking the sacrament and then defiling it, that is something you would do if you're a hate group. And that's what people like Governor Newsom, I think he's smart enough to know, but he knows that the average public's just going to read his quote and the people that agree with them that their brains are mush are going to go, oh, yeah, Target, horrible. But I think he is right. America needs to wake up and understand what is going on and realize that we have different people with different beliefs. And I believe the right way to go about it is to let everybody live their own life as long as they do not infringe upon the lives and well-being of everybody else. It seems like a very simple live and let live credo. But that is not what the radical left has been doing. They've been going to the extreme and saying, well, no, no, it's not live and let live. Oh, you're going to let us do what we want. And not only are you going to let us do what we want, but you're going to have to get up and say that it's right and it's good. And you think we're perfect people who could never do anything wrong. Not really the way that uh, reality is. Sorry. Speaking of reality. 
I just saw this article before beginning to record this show, and it angered me. And I'll tell you why. The article is about Spotify. Yeah, the big music slash podcasting emporium. Spotify creating artificial intelligence bots of their hosts with the intention at the beginning here to start doing ad reads without having the host actually do the read. So if you're a Spotify host, they'll train your voice in the AI. And then when an ad comes in, you won't even have to read it. It'll just use your voice to make it sound like you're reading it if you're one of the Spotify hosts. And the ad will be out there like, hey, I'm whoever. I'm XYZ for whatever product. And I'm mad about this because I just had an idea for a novel. I was like, that'd be fun to write a novel kind of in the no agenda podcast world sphere. And I'm like, I want it to be something with AI. But what could we do that would be fun? And it was funny because I was playing around with an AI and I was throwing some ideas in. And the idea came out that a big corporation, the big megacorp, obviously with some help of guys like George Soros and whatnot, were replacing your favorite podcast host with AI to push the misinformation, to push a evil plot to take over the world. And I was like, wow, that's a really cool idea. That's very sci-fi. And now it's like, no, it's happening. It's not only is it happening, it's happening already. And they're admitting to it. And everybody's going to sit around and go, wow, isn't this great? It's very scary how much the real world and fiction are overlapping. Things that are going on now in reality that I never thought I would see where reality has become way, way way stranger than fiction i mean it could still be a fun book to write i don't know we'll see how it goes it could still be an entertaining story now one thing i hope is entertaining is this podcast the random thoughts podcast it is a value for value show which means you get to decide if you have gotten any value out of the show whatsoever you can put a number on it and i understand that number is lower now that joey's economy is reaching into your pockets here in america and across the world but you put a number on it is it worth a couple of bucks is it worth a latte is it worth a large pizza (laughs) large pizzas are now like 40 50 bucks it's crazy but you put a value on it what is this show worth to you do we save you some money did we give you some entertainment put a number on that and go over to random thoughts r-a-n-d-u-m-b thoughts.com slash donate You can click the donate button for a one-time or monthly donation through PayPal. You can use the QR codes or wallet addresses if you want to do the crypto thing. You can use the P.O. Box address if you want to go the snail mail route. If you are on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash random thoughts. And if you're in the podcasting 2.0 ecosystem, you can stream some Satoshis as you listen. You can send us a boostagram. Find out more about that by going to new podcast apps. I do have one person to thank for today's show, and it is a monthly donation, and it is very much appreciated because it's from our buddy, Sir Sean, out from the Allegheny Valley. Hope the Pirates are still doing good. I know they came out strong at the beginning of the year. Where the White Sox? No, not so much. But Sir Sean comes in with $15 monthly donation, 
It is very much appreciated, sir. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting and everybody listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you can leave a review wherever you get your podcast, you can tell a few friends about the show. If you can post about it on social media, it is all helpful in helping the show grow. And I appreciate each and every one of you for doing so. With that said, I will be back next week with another edition of the Random Thoughts Podcast. I'm guessing the world will continue to get stranger and stranger and stranger. But until then, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening. 